guys. All righty, guys. So, guess what? We tonight, you are going to get an amazing treat. Um, I have been really, really searching to make sure that I have amazing guests for you all who are like, they're inspiring. They're uplifting. They've reached these heights and these pinnacles of things that we're looking to as women. And also, too, willing to be real, real and talk and give you like that real how-to. And so, who we have on tonight, I'm super excited. We have Rachel Wiggum. Rachel, let me give you a little bit. I'm going to give you a little bit and I'm going to let her talk about herself. But what really pulled me to Rachel is I've had the opportunity to work with her now for about a little bit over a year and a half and what I've watched just up close and personal is a wife um, a mom of three now three boys Um, I've watched her run a magnitude of a team I've watched her be a a true servant leader Um, I've watched her go through her own personal ups and downs and yet still keep pushing and going and so I'm going to add two other additional titles and the reason why I left these this isn't this isn't like I left these as a last because they're not important but we want to figure out how we got there she has in in her own right in her company moved up to a million dollars not in sales but a million dollars in profit and and how many of us actually know a millionaire Sometimes we we may talk, we may know of them or we may see them, but they're like right here in your presence. And also now she is added author. <laughs> and when people see that, they're like, okay, like how? So I want to introduce you, Miss Rachel, and I want you to just give us a little bit about, just tell us in your own words. Like if somebody said they walked up to you and they said, who is Rachel? Give us, who who is the real Rachel? <laughs> That's crazy. I've actually been journaling this for the past week. So thank you for having me on today. What an honor. And um, I'm excited to share. So I appreciate you having me on here. Um, so I am. Gosh, that's a hard question, which is why I'm journaling it. <laughs> um, I am, I mean, I'm everything that you said, like that that describes me being a wife, a mom of three boys. Um, but I just really feel like God just made me to be a person that can be, well, I, I decided that I was going to be the example. I guess you can say that. So I am the example. I'm willing to endure the things that life, t- that life sends at me and overcome. Um, because that's what God made us to be. And I've just decided that that's who I'm going to be. So everything that comes against me, I'm an overcomer. And so um, being an inspiration to whoever wants to be inspired and doing what it is that God intended for me to be. So that's who I am. (laughs) You know what? And I'll tell you this, and I'm glad we got it in both formats. One thing that I love of, of Rachel, and I even want you to just visually see, is she's humble. Like she could say, I just specifically said to you, like, She's a millionaire. She's done this. She's done that. However, I love your response. It's just like, I am just another human. I'm somebody who overcomes, you know, but sometimes I love to tell people, like, sometimes we can get really to a space where we get over a title, but like Mm -hmm. this, I I love to tell people in the business, you are not that. You are so much more. It's who you are as a woman. So I love your explanation. Just who is Rachel? So let me ask you this. When we talk about success and what success is, tell people what it is that you think are tools that a woman would need to be successful. What does she need to have? Hmm. So right now, my response is um, you have to have the ability or the willingness to take care of yourself. That's first and foremost. Um, You're no good to, to no one. No one if you're not willing to take care of yourself. So um, figuring out what self-care means for you, um, it's different for everybody. I do suggest journaling across the board. I'm so glad I decided to actually take that seriously Uh when somebody um, suggested it to me. So definitely journaling, but you're alone time. And of course that's a part of journaling because I wouldn't suggest journaling with other people. You actually need to get into that bubble um, where you're willing to be intimate with you in that journal. So a long time would be one for sure. Um, And you said being a woman 
say your question again. What are some of the tools that a woman needs when she's okay. saying, I want to be successful with this? What are the tools that she needs to bring with her? So self-care, that's, mm-hmm. that's number one. And then from there, it would be your environment matters. So that support system. So finding who your circle is going to be. And one thing I do love and one thing that I learned is your circle. You don't have to know your circle personally. Mm-hmm. So um, it can cute. be people that you listen to um, daily or things like that. So your circle is one. So self-care, your circle, um, a support system in general. So outside of um, having a circle, you have to have a support system. So I am a mom of three boys, so I can't do this alone. I need support um, and knowing that it's okay to ask for help. Um, And then resilience and determination. So just knowing that just because you get knocked down, does not mean that you're not supposed to get back up. So just that resilience and ability to be brave in every situation, to know that you're, you're meant to overcome. Like that, that's what the Bible says. It says you're gonna have these trials, but you're supposed to take heart because the person that I serve has overcome the world. So I have the ability to get back up and, and keep moving. That's great. I almost feel like you were the buzz was coming. And, and that, that was wonderful. And I loved what you just said was, is that your circle and also too, maybe even some of the mentors that you have, they don't have to be people that you talk to. They don't have to be people that you see. They could be people in that area that you're trying to get to. So that's right. huge. Next, what I want to know, what we want to know from you is tell us something that you actually failed at and that you turned around. Oh my goodness, so much. Well, I guess what is, so the question is, what does fail mean? Because I think that's, 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 that's perspective. Um, Just yeah. something that you thought the outcome was supposed to be one way and it didn't go the way you thought that it was supposed to be. And like, how did you turn that around? Girl, that's life. Like, what do you say? <laughs> <laughs> that's all of life, right? Like, what, the first thing that came to mind, though, was doing hair. So I've done hair since I was, like, 12 years old. Um, and as I went through college and high school, it was just a side hustle for me. I never decided to pursue it. But, I mean, you got to think the first time you ever did a hairstyle, you didn't like it. Um, and uh-huh. the sev- and the, the first several times and you just looking at it afterwards looking at different things you could have did better and you want to change it um, especially while you're learning but my life you know I didn't never intended I mean intended to be a single mom granted you do certain things of course you're gonna have babies which you know but I mean I never intended to be a single mom I never intended to have a baby or get pregnant in high school um, and so you could see those things as failures. And it's crazy because I was just talking to my husband about this maybe yesterday. And I was saying all these things that could have knocked me down, I decided I was going to keep going. And so I've had a lot of failures. Like and if you're, if we're saying that's what failure yes. is, um, I've, you know, life never goes the way we intend for it to go, but it's really what you do with it on the other side. So going into, um, being in high school and getting pregnant my senior year, I got kicked out of the National Honor Society because of choices that I made in high school, oh, wow. um, like right before graduation because of the choices that I made. Um, and uh, I mean, everything. How did you not let that stop you? <laughs> uh, honestly, I just, my faith and not even, and it wasn't even as strong as it is right now. It was just that I knew that this God that we serve will always hold me down. Mm. I didn't know how. I just knew that if I was, I believed what I was taught. I believed that if I had a genuine heart, that he would just always be there and see me through. Um, When you come from a lifestyle where my mom was a single mom initially and she got married and we were in an abusive, well, she was, I mean, granted I I was in it too. So we were in an abusive situation. Um, He was just so condescending. And then eventually he started putting his hands on my mom and then eventually he cheated on her. And they got a divorce my senior year in high school, which was like a whole nother level, even how it happened. It was just Mm -hmm. ridiculous. It really could have took me out. Like Mm -hmm. if I think about people I know now, like how I found out about him cheating on my mom, like it was off the chain. But Mm -hmm. in in the midst of these situations, I had one person. And this is why I said your circle is so important because I have somebody even that she, to this day, she's important to me. Um, and she's my number one person when I'm in crises. Um, you need that person, you need it. You need that person. And she was always my voice of reason. Always the person that when I was going down the wrong path, she was always there to love on me even when I wasn't right. 
Um, and so you need that unconditional love, but it wasn't an unconditional love. It's okay to do negative things. It's still that real talk, right? Yeah. So you need somebody who's gonna tell you straight up no chaser, like, I don't agree with you, but I still love you and I'm still here for you. And so that unconditional love was just so pivotal to who I am today. That's, yeah. That's, that's good. That's really good. I didn't know that either. So how yeah. did you, let me ask you this, because I'm gonna dive a little deeper. I looked at a, one of the questions. So when you see that, because we have some people who want to start entrepreneurship or even two, just at the beginning of being a, a mom, one years old, starting that, and you get these things that, you know, weigh on you. Look at where you are now to where, where, where you were then. Like, how did you just keep going? not knowing what was ahead of you how did you just keep pushing well i know when i think i for sure like i really believe that god gave me my son for a reason granted i mean we know it clearly because he's here right Mm -hmm. um but when he gave me my son my senior year i think he knew that there was going to be so many things that were going to come against me and i needed a reason to push on and what's so crazy is rachel actually means mother that's crazy right so so prophetic um because i knew the life that i had and how my mom was doing her best when it came to me but there were so many things that i experienced that i wanted to protect my son from and so it drove me to be the best me that i possibly could and there was no quitting he didn't ask to be here like my son did not ask to be on this earth and i decided with my grown self to bring him here And so I need to ensure that he has the best life, the best opportunities possible. And so I think that was one of the biggest reasons that kept me going and trying to figure out how it was that I could be my best self. You know what, I'm gonna stay here for a moment. This ain't even a question on the on the, uh, the list. I'm gonna stay here for a moment because I know sometimes I may hear of others who are like, I, I, I can't get here because I have this. I have this problem or this, this going on. And then, and I even see it and I feel it in the space at the moment. And it's like, what you decided to do at that time frame was actually see something that could have, like that could have been something that said, hey, well, I'm not gonna push on. I'm not gonna go to the next level. I'm not gonna do this. This is hard, but yet I'm still gonna keep persevering and I'm gonna push past. What I want you to do is not even in your own, in your own words or through your situation, but what do you have to say to somebody right now who sees their exact situation? Maybe they're in your, they were in your past situation and they're in that situation now. What do you say to that woman who thinks she can't get to her next level because of the hurdle that's potentially in front of her? You know, for me, I, I, I really believe Romans 8 and 28. Like I live by it and I believe that all things, like they're meant to work together for my good and so it doesn't matter what comes against me I have to believe the word telling me that this is meant like I know it does not look like it's meant to to uplift you or it's meant to project you to the next level but that's what the bible says and so that's what I'm going to believe so just knowing that every single thing it he worked and it's so crazy because if you actually dig into your word like you can even with the the children of Israel, they were off the chain. But everything that the de- that that God did when they to punish them, it all worked together all for together. their good. It was all meant to project them to the next level. It was all meant to teach them the lesson that they needed to learn in order to thrive at the next letter level. And so thinking like, if I wouldn't have overcome all those things, would I be able to be sitting in the position that I am now? If I didn't experience the life that I experienced when I was a child, would I value my marriage the way that I value it now? Would I be willing to let things go? Would I be, you know, that that normally you I would be pissed off at my husband or whatever? Like, would I be willing to do these things if I had not experienced the life? And so knowing that God set up everything in my life for a reason. So same for you. God set up everything in your life for a reason to project you to the next level and so you can't bow down like you can't you're not allowed to not overcome because there's a reason why God has you here and that's the biggest thing for me and I think that became something maybe after I got off out of college I realized that somebody needs me and that was crazy like besides my son like yes. so, somebody <laughs> besides my son 
needs me. And there's a reason why God has me here. And so could it be that I would block somebody else's blessing or God would have to go and use somebody else because I'm not willing to do the thing that he desires for me to do in this season. It's the same thing when it came to the journal. Oh my gosh, for the longest, I had put that on a back burner longest and I kept hearing it kept hearing it kept hearing it and I was like okay you know what I'm just gonna be obedient and just do it right I have a friend who's been writing books since high school so 10 years plus so I had resources I just wasn't willing to utilize them and how many people was I blocking who wanted to start journaling because of my negligence so just knowing that all things like no matter what bad it is um, God would have never gave it to you if you weren't meant to overcome it. Oh, that's so good. I'm watching the chat. Y'all can't see it. I'm sorry on the podcast. But the chat is lighting up. <laughs> and the chat is lighting up going, oh my God, that's so good. Like how many times have we, I'll even um, short share, like, and then lead into my next question. Just, I, I was in the same situation as you just going, um, man, if I could go back and change, I remember thinking that at one point, if I can go back and change, and I want you to hear this, if I could go back and change the things that I went through, I wouldn't change a thing. Mm-hmm. If I could go back and change it, the the the, the pain, the hurt, I wouldn't. Yeah. Because what I listened to that I wanted, I want everybody to hear in this moment is a parallel of just me and myself. If, um, everything that happened, when we say it happened for your good, I would not have, I had all my children in five years. I wouldn't have pushed as hard as I did or had that back against the wall. Like it has to happen, it has to occur. I have to take care of them. So those very things that I see, or as we're both saying, we see other women have, that's that thing that should be pushing you forward. Like he's giving it to you for a reason. He's putting, he's put you in this situation for a reason. And if he's placed you here, there is something that's on the other side. He gave you your child. He gave you your job. He gave you your team that maybe isn't doing what you think they should be doing. Or he gave you the the child that maybe has the extra affliction because he knows you were the person that was there to do it. But what could we do in our mind frame if we just knew that we got this for a reason and it was to propel you forward? Like to push you to your next level. It it has its design and it's supposed to do something. So that's good to hear that of you. My next question, and you're probably gonna answer it in a specific way is what have you done in your career that your today self in your career what have you done in your career that your today self would go back and correct (laughs) (laughs) the same thing that you so there's nothing um and I, i mean no because my wisdom i guess wisdom grows like of course you know so no i mean no no because if i went back and changed anything then what what would life be right now and that's good so So. that's you know what i i had no idea we we would go into these spaces but that's really good because then it would say that even my negative afflictions or the things that have not maybe been my brightest hour were the reasons why i got to where it is that i am would you agree oh absolutely yeah absolutely i just think about it's certain stuff so like i lost my dad in 2015 and I just think about it was crazy. I was thinking about him the other day, and I was like, "But if he was here, what would my life look like?" You know, as much as I miss him, he was he was crazy. Like, would he be a distraction in my life right now? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, who knows? I I don't know. But clearly, God had a plan. And so, for me to sit here and shoulda, coulda, woulda, and if he was here, would things be the way they're supposed to be? Like, there's you just have to trust that that God has your best interest in heart every step of the way. Good. That's good. So here is another question for you. Do you think every woman can be successful? And if yes or oh, no, absolutely. why? Oh. Yes, absolutely. It's all in yourself and your willingness to, because we're, we're so strong. That's what he meant. He, look, so in the beginning, when God decided that he was going to make Adam, he wanted, he gave us dominion over this world. Everything that he desires to do in this world he wants to do through us so can you can we do it absolutely are we willing that's another question 
Um, are you willing to to do the work? I guess that's the thing. You know, are you willing to? Yeah, you were hurt. You yeah, and it's not like to negate the fact that we've been through things and people. You know, worse than me, worse than my situation. Like some people have been through some stuff, mm-hmm. but there was a reason why God gave you that. And so, if you're willing to do the work to overcome it, just imagine what's on the other side. Not only for you, but for other people and that's what I love about the business because it's not just about you it's about the other people on the other side as well so I feel like you're you're all in my head tonight (laughs) and you know where it is and I'm going I was going to ask you my next question for you really is and I know people want to know this if someone isn't and we're going to talk about what it is that you do like how you got here but if someone isn't successful what are they missing what are they missing (laughs) Because see, sometimes, and I'll just even elaborate here, and I want to be in this space. Sometimes people think, um, I've heard, oh, this person has money, or this person helped Mm. this person, or they got to there. What do you feel is the real reason? And and we're here for real talk. What is the real reason people do not reach their heightened level of success? You know, it's crazy. Um, As cliche as it sounds, so Breon's mantra be, be brave, be patient, be consistent. I think that's what it all boils down to because at the end of the day, you're either not being brave enough, um, you're not consistent enough, or you're not patient. And you never you never stay around long enough to see the manifestation of all your hard work. Mm. Um, so I think a lot of times, and a lot of times bravery has to do, not it, sometimes it doesn't have to do with just you because it goes back to your circle. Because mm-hmm. you, you know, back in the day, like, well, let me just talk about myself. <laughs> so <laughs> back in the day, like when you're about to get in a fight with somebody, because, okay, know, you know, thank God for deliverance. But you're about to get in a fight and you with somebody who can't, right and you with somebody who can fight right and you can't fight for real i was wanting to fight but still you know what i'm saying (laughs) but you with somebody or you with somebody who could fight better than you and they hyping you up and you like where i would never fight them i would never but because you here hyping me up i'm gonna fight and i just believe that you gonna hold me down if if they start beating me up or just pull me out right so it's the same thing when it comes to being brave in your business. You can't be around people who are small-minded. You can't be around people who aren't willing to go to the next level, who aren't willing to do things outside of their comfort zone and think that you're going to do something brave and outside of your comfort zone. You're not going to do it because you're not around that type of circle. Um, so so yeah. let me ask you this new question. Do you feel, do you still have, you've been in business now for about six years. Do you still have the same circle that you started your business with? same circle so the circle the the saying circle is subjective (laughs) should I say because do I still talk to my core friends yes I still talk to them um but have I elevated my my inner circle absolutely yes I have absolutely elevated my inner circle um so the reason why that question just even kind of popped up in my head is because just I think people don't realize, like people get into spaces or women, I should say women, we get into these spaces where maybe we have someone we grew up with or even we started with. And then things start to shift and change and we move. And then it there's a change that should occur. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a change that should occur, but I hear, and I was even just having this conversation with somebody the other day. She was like, but I just really want her to, to get it with me. And I'm going, you know, there is a point in time and I had to let her know, probably in my career, 20 years, I want to say my inner circle has probably changed. I've ugh, maybe 10 times. Yeah. You know, maybe 10, so, 10 times. So I will say I there were people that I had to let go completely. Okay. So there there were people that had to go off together. Do you think that's important? And they're Absolutely. they're merely associates. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And then there are people who um, are still circle, but not inner circle. Yeah. And my inner circle, your inner circle should change all the time, though, as you you elevate to new levels. That's what I was going to ask you. When do you think it's time to shift the circle? And then when When you're elevating into a new direction. So let's... And you'll automatically know, too, because... And it won't be anything against the person. Your mind will just be going to places that theirs haven't went yet. And the value of the relationship is just different. Yes. Good. So let's talk about what you do. 
Miss Rachel? Because people are like, millionaire, what do you do? What do I have to do? Is that a salary job? Is that a, <laughs> like, how do I, how did you get there? And then we're going to talk about what you did, but I want to ask you a question prior to even you just telling us like what you do. Um, six years ago, when you started what you do, did you see yourself here? Not the day I signed yes. up. <laughs> the day you not the day I signed not the day I signed up. The day I signed up, I literally just wanted an extra five hundred dollars a month. Um, being that I was a single mom and I was broke, you know, with a master's degree. I just couldn't understand it. I was twenty five years old. I'm like, listen, I went out here, got my master's, mounds of student loan uh-huh. debt, and I still can't take care of my son and I. And I, I think I mean, and that was a frustrating point for me. Because I remember after I got a, got my bachelor's, it was this pivotal moment. I went to McDonald's and I decided I was buying everybody food. So I was gonna buy my grandparents food, my mom and my siblings food, and me and my son. And like I went back to my bank account and I was like, oh no, what? I work. I have a master. I mean, I have a bachelor's degree. Like, why am I still broke? You know, like it doesn't make sense. I have a I have a, a bachelor's level degree. Like, I'm not supposed to be broke anymore, right? So that's when I immediately enrolled enrolled to start my my master's and after so I'm back here at this in this situation where I'm a math I have a master's I have a master's level position uh-huh. and I'm back in the same situation I'm like how am I broke that doesn't even make sense right so um, just being in that frustrating place um, I just want to make an extra five hundred dollars a month that's it I just just want to make an extra five hundred. So I can tell you when it's yes. pitched, but okay, so no. <laughs> I would tell everybody what it, what she's talking about is she went into this word. She went in and became a network marketer. <laughs> she went in and actually yeah. became in, into network marketing. And I do this, if you're watching on a YouTube, this network marketing, because it's one of these things that people think is a scam. It's not right. People are telling lies. They have, have you heard all this stuff? Yeah, yeah, you heard all yeah. it's not right. You can't make no money. Like, it's not good. All that. Right? So, what made you start? Like, what what was the compelling thing to you to say, I got to try this? Um, I went to a party and I heard a story. The product seemed cool. I had never heard of any type of product like that. You know, the wraps, it was like, okay, like an all natural cream infused cloth. You place it anywhere in your body and it tone tightens and firms your skin. Like, that's crazy. If it actually works, like, that's cool. Like, that's super cool. But for me, it was the story that I heard at the party. And hearing a story about somebody who was bringing in, I mean, she was a nurse practitioner. And her and her husband combined with bonuses were bringing in $15,000 a month. And I'm like, hold on, like, y'all busy. Like, you have a whole job and your husband's a general manager at Deerbergs and you guys have two boys. Like, how in the world do you have time to do enough in this business to bring in $15,000 a month? Um, so kind of just blew my mind. And I was like, oh, okay, it's a Christian-based business. All the products are all natural. Like, why not? Like, why not make an extra $500 a month? If you're especially, I love what I loved was the wrap cash and the ability to make money right away. And I had heard, because I didn't know, I was not knowledgeable, but I had heard in other companies that you had to like give a portion of your money yeah. back to the company or whatever. And I, and I was like, hold on, so you're products. right, or buy a whole bunch of products. Yeah. And they had to do neither. And she was walking away with cash in her hand. And I was like, oh, so you're telling me I can give somebody something and help them see results. And immediately there's cash in my pocket. I was like, I'm going to try it. Like, I'm going to try mm-hmm. it. Okay, so let me ask you this, and I'm going to dive right on into the real talk talk portion of this. Okay, so everyone here has heard your wife, you're a mom of three, you've been doing this now for six years, and we talked about hurdles, we talked about things that can't happen, and our circles, and, and things of that nature. How do you do this, be consist- consistent, grow it to six no seven figures i'm sorry grow this to seven figures and yet you have so much going on in your life how do you how are you making this happen values my values i have a core system so you have to have a oh excuse me (laughs) (laughs) you have to have a core 
Um, so I have my value system. So I have my non-negotiables um, and I'm not willing to waver on them like at all. So once you have that core, everything else, it allows everything else in my life to be able to flow. Um, I'm a big on hierarchy and I believe, you know, from the head flows. And so having my order of hierarchy is important. And even in the midst of learning business, like I had to get that together. I had to figure out what that order of hierarchy was because I was just all over the place because I didn't know I was not an entrepreneur. I didn't have any background in this whatsoever. So I had to learn everything. Um, But like practically like my calendar so my hourly calendar is just really important and I have my core things in my calendar and I block out time now Mm -hmm. but I block I mean granted now I mean when I first started this business I was a single mom I was single mom of one Mm -hmm. and now I'm a married mom of three you know so it's completely different um but my calendar is my bread and butter and knowing that there are things that are important to me and I care about them I got to care about them. That's the biggest thing. Like, because I care about them and I value my values, I'm not willing to to negotiate. Mm. So what happens? So say, for instance, there's a woman that's listening or she's watching. And she's like, I hear that. I put my stuff in my calendar. I have my time for my kids. I have my time for my husband. But yet it always seems to get screwed. And then I end up jumping around. Should she jump around? Like, how do you handle that? You have to be flexible, but at the same time, there are certain things that you... So flexibility is best in anything in life, right? Um, but you still have to... You have to know based on the situation. So um, I remember when I first started my business, and it's so funny because Bram, my husband, he was just talking about this. Like there were times where it would be three o'clock in the morning and I'm on my phone and there's a light in our bed. And it's like, is it really that deep, Rachel? Like, is it is it really that deep to take away from our intimate time together where I'm on my phone right exactly right exactly so there were certain things that it like it was flexible in that moment but I had to get my hierarchy together and once I got my hierarchy together like people the the team knows I will shut everything down if Brian and I are not okay I don't care what we have going on my marriage comes first before my business, before my kids, before everything. And so I don't care where we are, what's going on. Um, I'm going to make sure that that's okay because my heart, like that is more, at the end of the day, this all can pass away, but that's still my husband. So just knowing the importance of, um, so the flexibility of what's important, let's say that. So, and then also knowing your spouse, because if he understands how important this business is, not only to me, but for our livelihood, because I've shown him and given him the, this vision of where this business is gonna want, going to take us, and he believes in me, then he's going to be flexible as well. Same with your kids, because if you bring your kids into what it is that you're doing, just like my 13-year-old is downstairs with my two-year-old, and he's going to keep him down there until I get off my call, because he understands what his mother does. You get what I'm saying? So. so that's good. That's so good. I see again. You can't see your chat. The, the chat is lighting up. Going yes. <laughs> okay. So let me ask you this: What happens? I hear this sometimes. You know, I. And again, we want to be as open and transparent in our questions and our answers as possible. And I know sometimes I hear from listeners. I hear from people that inbox me or DM me. They say, "Well, that's great. Like me and you, we have supportive partners." right what do you do when your partner what is your advice if your partner isn't supportive or you don't have supportive friends can you still make it without support and if so how absolutely so my friends and family weren't my first business partners Mm. and um brian was my he was my boyfriend and he actually was one of my first distributors but he ended up dipping on me (laughs) a few months in because the money stopped flowing the way that he desired for it to flow um and so he really at one point he could have really took me out because if his support was more important than my business back then because he was just my boyfriend and I was doing that for my son and I um if it if he was more important I would have stopped but I didn't start for him I started because I needed to so there it goes your why um it, your why is what matters because I didn't start this the girl who signed me quit like I didn't start this business for them I started because I was a single mom who was tired of robbing Peter to pay Paul and I could not believe that I was in a position to where I could make a limited unlimited income 
Like you cannot tell me that I can, you mean I can make as much money as I want to make and it's based on how hard I work. I work hard, so that's nothing. So, and you're telling me I just have to be consistent and over time it'll it eventually pay off. That's a no brainer, right? So I understood what my why was and my why was to be able to take care of my son. And so it didn't matter who wasn't gonna support me. I was willing to talk to the wall if I needed to in order to, to get what it was that I needed to get done in order to change our life. So my why was just, it was important enough. So you talk about why, like why, your why, okay? How important would you say your why is to where you are now? Oh, it's everything. Mm, and what is, if somebody is trying to, because I, I have some people that talk to me sometimes and they go, well, what is a why? Like, mm-hmm. how, what do you consist of? Like the thing that is your why that's going to get you to where you want to be. What are the components that need to be in that why? So uh, for me, like, um, you can't drive a car. You can't, um, a plane you can't drive a plane nothing none of those those vehicles work without gas and your why is literally your gas um and the way you create yeah and the, the way that you create it for me is um it can't be money but it can be the reason why you need money so what is so for me it could not and it had to be it can't be it can't be something that would be nice. It has to be something that has to happen. And it doesn't necessarily, like for me, it, it has to happen because you desire it so bad, mm-hmm. right? So just like, <laughs> just like how I just had to have Breon, like, you know what I'm saying? Like I was thirsty because that was just going to be my husband one day or he was going to kick fry. Like it had to be that burning desire where you just can't stop thinking about it. And for me, that was my son's tuition, like to the point where, I was going back to school for another master's that I did not want. Like that's how important it was. So I could have the money to keep him in that school. So that thing that you're willing to do whatever it is that you have to do to figure it out, like you don't care, you'll you'll ask um, somebody you don't even wanna ask for money for something because it's that important to you. That's, that's your why. It has to be something so burning inside of you that it, you think about it all the time. Yes, that's huge. Do you think, and I'll tell you this, um, I even get asked myself that some questions sometimes, like, why do you, like, why are you so happy? Why do you pop up? Why? And I go, like, don't you agree with this? Like, do you think I want to be, do you think I could potentially just be happy at all times, at all given moments? But it's like that thing, it's something behind that I have to get done. And that's the reason that that I'm able to be successful because I know why I'm doing it over anybody else that I have to be connected in in that facet. What do you say to the woman that is starting, let's just even say this, because you have to have a why that you're gonna be an amazing mom, you're gonna be an amazing girlfriend, amazing wife, you're gonna finish your degree. What do you say to the person that has not attached themselves to a why? I think it's a matter of understanding that there's a purpose for your life. Like you have to know that regardless there's a purpose for your life and I think for me I always realized that man if, if if the devil is coming at me this hard like I must be special like you ever had somebody like talking about you and you oh like back in high school where girls didn't like you just because and it was just like dang I must be tight like because I don't even I don't think about you <laughs> like why do you think about me like this I must be like there must be something special about me that you're even thinking about me and I don't even know your name right so it's the same thing when it comes to the the enemy coming against you and all these trials and tribulations so it's either that he is trying to come for me on some job stuff or God wants me to learn so much because he wants to do so much with me so if if, if I would say that you haven't you haven't realized how special you are Hmm. so you you feel that if a woman has if she has no why that she's chasing she hasn't found her own self-worth how does how does a woman who's in that say first she's in that position and she's listening right now and she's listening and she has not found her self-worth and she's just like i can't i just don't see it i don't see myself in them what does she need to do to get to that place I think for me, and this is just my opinion, like I would think it would be the the ability to keep swimming regardless of what's coming against you. So when you can move, it's crazy. When you can keep moving your feet, even when you don't know how you can move your feet, 
that's when you learn how worthy or how wonderful you are. Do you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, man, I didn't think that I could do that, right? But because you did it, you came out on the other side victorious. But if you would have stopped moving your feet, and so many times we stop moving our feet, Mm -hmm. and then we'll pick them up and start moving it again and be like, okay, I got this. It's like, if you would have kept moving, you would have understood that you always had it. You don't, you don't just got it now. You always had it. You just keep stopping. So I'm going to say a word. And then I want you to tell me the first thing that pops to your brain when you hear this word. Consistency. The first thing that came to my mind was my husband's name. <laughs> <laughs> your husband's name. So what makes you think of his yeah. name by consistency? So... Um, <laughs> he's always been consistent in everything um, since I've met him and I met him when he was 19 years old um, he was never one to um, be like everybody else he was always consistently him regardless of what situation uh, that we were in he was always consistent family has always been important to him it's still important to him to this day um, the, the way he acts around his family he still acts the same way around his family to this day he's so goofy and he's maintained it since the day that I met him and so he's just always been consistent in everything that in him just him just he's always been consistently him so where does consistency play in you as a mom and as a entrepreneur, that same word, where does that play for you? So that is like my bread and butter. Um, without consistency, I would not be where I am today. Mm-hmm. Um, without consistency, um, I don't think, I don't know that my husband would still want to, you know, rendezvous, <laughs> you know? Like if I still wasn't consistently the same Rachel that I was, even though I've gotten better over time. So being consistent. Um, let's say in terms of my business is what has allowed it to compound compound and grow the way that it has because we know that consistency compounds so you knowing that as you you just keep swimming eventually you're going to see the end that you desire um, or even greater that's the best part like sometimes it's even greater and it's the same thing in terms of my marriage and my kids and the consistency and cleaning up the house when you don't desire to the consistency (laughs) and homework right so being consistent in my son's homework and just being a mom if I'm gonna if I decide if I signed signed up you know signed up for being a mom I have to be consistent in being a mom so I have to consistently do the homework I have to consistently um, be the support for my child um, making sure that they're okay making sure my spouse is okay making sure that I'm cooking dinner or making sure that he's fed if I'm not cooking dinner I'm just taking care of the duties that I have assigned for my life. So when it comes to my business, my marriage, my motherhood, my friendship, like knowing what what that um, I want to say the the duties are and being consistent in those things. So what are the duties that keep my business thriving? What are the what are the things that keep my marriage thriving? Those are the things that I have to be consistent Consistent. in um, no matter what. Okay. yeah. So let's ask this. Because I know that we have some people that are on the YouTube today or even to listen in this podcast and they want to know like, okay, so you've told me about consistency. You've told me how to get over the hurdles. You've told me how to go into these different areas. How does one get to where you are? And that's, I know it's very difficult to say, hey, you got to do one, two, three. But if you could give yeah. somebody a roadmap and, they, and if they're in this business and they're like, and they're in business, period, they're an entrepreneur, they're in business, how do they get to your level? How do they get to seven figures? Um, I'm glad you said So today I was, um, I had hopped on a call earlier today and um, they were talking about going black diamond and of course in this business since your listeners may be coming from any any walk of life in this business when you make six figures a month for six months you hit the position called black diamond mm-hmm. and um, they were asking about getting there like how to get there and where does the mindset look like mm-hmm. and for me number one when it comes to getting where I am today I had to start with the mindset so I actually went back like way back like 2014 mm-hmm. 2015 when I first started mm-hmm. and looked at my posts 
and I started talking about Black Diamond back in 2015. Actually, I hinted to it in 2014, but in 2015, I really started talking about it. And so I believed that I was, every time I hit a rank, every time I hit an income level, I believed it before I saw it. And so casting that vision, and even if I, I didn't know nothing about nothing, like what does a black diamond even do? I didn't know, (laughs) but I was a black diamond, right? So no, it's the same thing when it came to being a mother, right? I've always wanted to be a mom. Um, and not necessarily not even knowing what that entailed. I wanted to be a wife, but, and, you know, with having, be, being a part of a fallen marriage, you know, when it came to my mom, not even really knowing what that even looks like, mm-hmm. right? But I always, I would speak those things over my life. So the number one thing is you have to speak it and you have to cast that vision. So you have to, you have to, to put it out there that that's what it is that you're going to be. Because if you never, if you never speak it into existence, then you, what are you walking towards? So I'm speaking it into existence and now I have something that I'm actually working towards um, because I've already put it out there in front of me. So that would probably be the number one thing when it comes to being here. But then I didn't just speak it once. I kept speaking it. And on my worst day, I spoke it. Mm -hmm. And on my, that goes back to the journaling because even when I didn't feel like that is who I was, I would continue to speak Mm -hmm. it. And I would know that Romans 8 and 28 was, it was gonna all work out. And because God gave me the boldness speak this <laughs> that it was going to come to pass right so that was probably one of the number one things was me speaking it and then continuing to speak it and as I continued to speak it I began to walk like it right because I started to believe it so as you continue to speak something you start to believe it so if I get up every single day and because you know we know that life and death is in the power of our tongue and so you have to be mindful of what you're speaking into your life and so when I started to speak into my life that I am am ambassador I am presidential I am triple I am a top income earner as I began to start speaking these things and what's so crazy is when they would call my name at conference even though I had been speaking it for so long I was still like oh my god wait what oh my gosh right excited or you even can be shocked yourself from reaching a level of success you know that you desired or you talk and you spoke up so much so yes. let's even talk about that. Let's talk about now we got this new title that we've added to you. Now we're author. And I Yay. know me, myself, I've gotten the pre-order. Um, I know journaling is me being an entrepreneur has been huge. Like sometimes even just going through things, I need to get it out of my head. And also too, I yep. even shared this morning, like I got to get it out of my head. And sometimes it's not to a person. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. it's not, um, I even shared, um, you know, sometimes we give our visions and we give our goals to people who God didn't give vision to, but he didn't tell yeah. them to go do your journey. He didn't tell them to go grow. And here you are going to go call everybody around you. And, mm-hmm. and they may, then you may be putting them into your head to tell you what you can't do, but they can't yeah. see what you've been given or who you're talking to. So for me, when I saw you, put out Jesus talk I was going I, I know I wasn't the first I wanted to be the first so tell us what how long has Jesus talk let's tell us what is Jesus talk first I know so tell everybody what Jesus talk is and how long has it been in the works so Jesus talk is a journal um, for it can be for a beginner it, it's a beginner's journal to journaling um i know when i first started to journal i didn't know where to start i had no idea and i think that's why i never was consistent in it because i had no idea what the word i was doing it's like what am i doing right like what am i what am i putting down right um and so it is like it does yes so it's actually going to give you seven days of an outline and then after the seven days i actually leave the the pages blank because I know what I am going to have you do over the seven days, you may want to tweak it, right? So there might be certain parts that you want to take out, um, but you still have that example right there before you and how to do your setup when it comes to your journaling and to help people out. Like over the seven days, there are days that I journal so much that there's certain parts that I may miss out and I may I might not do on that given day. So it just gives you an outline on how to get yourself going. And it's not even just prompts. It's it's more so um, 
like walking through your prayers and walking through the people that are on your heart and mind, even in particular areas like salvation Mm. and healing and things like that. Um, And then going through and praying for specific people in your family, right? Like, so you might have certain things that you want to say about your spouse. I always open up with gratitude because gratitude precedes Everything. everything 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 I begin and start I begin and end my day in gratitude and I talk about that in the journal um just in the introduction about beginning and ending your day in gratitude and how to just change your entire world so it's a journal for those who want to strengthen their relationship with Christ and I say that because for me it's called Jesus talk because you're actually talking yes. to Jesus because that's who you're, you, you should be talking to so it's not just pouring out your thoughts on a piece of paper you are literally giving your most inner innermost thoughts to him so I I when our journal it's not just me putting my words down on paper it's me actually speaking to him through my through my hands so through through me mm. journaling right I here. love that how long have you been journaling oh actually I was just talking about this today so I've been journaling on and off for two okay, years good like so two years but a year consistently so let's ask I'm gonna ask you this so for me just and I hate saying this because I always make me the older chicken room. However, I've been journaling probably like out of my 20 year career, maybe the mass 12, maybe 12 of those years. And so what I want to do is ask, and I love when you can draw a parallel somewhere. Like for me, mm-hmm. I'll share that when I, around that time frame, when I started to write things out, I felt like I became a better mom. I became a better uh, wife. I became a better entrepreneur. Um, People still make me mad, but they make me as mad as they used to. (laughs) 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 So what what is, what is journaling done for you? Like, what is it now that we've taken off? Do you see any differences for yourself? Yeah. It's changed my whole life. Like everything, everything about my life, like every aspect of my life has changed. Um, especially like the opening with gratitude every single day um, because I do five things that I'm grateful for in the morning and then three things that I'm grateful for at night and so I have to look for things to be grateful Mm -hmm. for right so I'm first waking up in the morning and I have to think about the previous night or when I woke up and went and touched my lights and the lights turned on like am I Mm -hmm. grateful for that you know so finding different things to be grateful for and it keeps me in this space of gratitude to where I'm not taking anything for granted Mm -hmm. right so um, that was a big a, a big thing for me, like big time. Because I, when I first started journaling, that's all I did. All I did was the gratitude and I just kept mm-hmm. it going. So I would just write down five things in the morning I was grateful for and then three things at night before I went to bed. Um, and then it just evolved and became something so much bigger. So um, yeah, but me, because you have to think, how often throughout the day do you get frustrated? <laughs> And and do we pick up the phone and call somebody or text somebody? And I do it to I do it to my spouse all the time. I get it all the time. Right. Right. But then you take it yes, to your journal. All the time. I take it do to my journal. Ahas? So there's no point. Oh, absolutely. Or not even just ahas, but it makes me look yeah. at me. And it's like I remember the first time that I was out and about and I was like, Oh my God, what's going on with me that I was offended by what you just mm-hmm. said? you you're able to say whatever it is that you want to say but what it what am I struggling with internally and when I sit down and I journal that that gives me the opportunity to really dig deep because I'm not gonna if I'm sitting here talking to my girl like I'm you're gonna validate me and you can be like girl yeah she was tripping but if I'm sitting down with my journal it's like oh wait no and where does that come from and as I journal the more I can realize that some of these things lie so deep within me and the roots have (laughs) grown so deep that and I've never tried to to dig them up because I've never never went that far because I was never in a a space to do so good that's good so let me ask you this as a woman do you feel like the more that you uncover for yourself and and I hope I'm not leading but the more that you recover of yourself that you are able to run the things the many things that you have to deal with in your life a bit better yeah, I think it, it clears my space. It clears my mental yeah. space to be able to deal with the things that I need to yeah. deal with. So I'm not, you know how you got to think like a lot of times throughout the day, there's so many things on people's mm-hmm. minds that they can't, they're, normally you don't even get, um, you don't get what you're supposed to even get in the moment because there's 50 million things that are on their mind. They're sitting here thinking about dinner, thinking about their bills, thinking about 
whatever, what they're wearing, what their kids are wearing tomorrow, is the laundry done? Like there's so many things that are on their heart and mind that you're not even getting the real answer or the best self that they're supposed to be in and what right so when it comes to what we do you have to put yourself in a, a good mental space to be able to deal and that's I think that's why a lot of people tap out mm-hmm. because they're not in a good mental space and when it comes to all these things that are piling on top of them on top of helping all these people and all these people come with all their issues and things like that it's just too much and it just completely takes you out so I think as you take care of yourself more and more and you're put you're putting yourself in a position to where even your prayer I pray in petition for other people, right? So there's a lot of people that I'm personally praying for, people that have um that have asked me to pray for them. And a lot of times when people ask you to pray for them, you know, you'll carry around their their junk. Yeah. And I'm not willing to do that. I'm gonna go to my my journal, I'm gonna pray about it and I'm gonna leave it at its throne. Yes. I'm seeing in the chat right now just such a and again, this is even one of the main reasons why we're on the thing tonight is just some people feeling like their life is in a level of chaos and they really need to be able to add some journaling space to them. And for me, this is one of my favorites. We're gonna be wrapping ourselves on up. But I wanna Rachel, how does everybody get this? journal because guess what I'm not even share with you something that's here now we just talking about how to get the journal the reason why you want to actually get the journal is because as we kind of shared and we kind of talked about some things today is that hopefully you've seen yourself in some spaces and you feel like oh my god like she's just like me you know or these are things that I've gone through and if I keep pushing through and I go past and I work on some things who, who I am as an individual woman that I can do these things too like all I need to do is be in, that's one of the things I love to tell people when they ask me what was my breakthrough this is called the breakthrough what was my breakthrough my breakthrough for myself and I want you to answer that too when we gonna tell them how to get it my breakthrough came when I realized I could it's that it was that simple for me I was like this person is doing what I do oh they're saying the same thing Oh, they have this? Oh, they have problems? Oh, they have that? Oh, well, then I can. Like, that was just, for me, the huge, like, breaking point. And I would say that probably, for me, happened maybe about 30. I would say maybe about 30. I realized, you know what, just really I can. I, I will. And I and I know journaling play. And that was probably around the time in which I started. That's funny. That's so funny. I just even have my aha and my epiphany now. Um, would you say the same thing for yourself? Like, when was your breakthrough? What was that thing that happened that you would say is your breakthrough? So I would say when it came to business and going to the next level, um, my breakthrough came when I got in the room. Mm. Um, I fought really hard to get in the room. And then I realized the room wasn't what I thought it was. Mm. And that my burning desire for more was actually more than most of the people that were in the room. And so I realized that I could go to the next level and I had everything that I needed. Um, A lot of times you think when you're not in the room, you think that you don't have what you need in order to excel in those spaces. Mm -hmm. Um, And that that negated it all. It let me know that you have everything that you need and more. Mm, That's good. That's good. Yeah. Maybe we could break off into a whole nother conversation about the room. When you went the room, I know exactly what you mean, yeah. the room. So how can everyone yeah. get, I want them, me, myself, I know it's an amazing tool to be able to take you to the next level because then you start to realize the power is within yourself. Like it's not just that somebody else was given this amazing gift or or or, or they were handed this. But it was just those things that you had to work out within your own self as an individual woman. So how can people get Jesus talk? So today only, so since this will be be on your podcast later, um, starting November 7th, if you go to Rach Wig, so R-A-C-H-W-H-I-G-S.com, um, you'll be able to order it yes. there. But today only, so those who are on here today, um, today's the last day to send it to PayPal to get it for $13. So oh, <laughs> you get it for the, the low, low. So my PayPal, you just send $13 to paypal.me backslash Mrs. Wiggs. 
um, and just make sure you include your address with that into Yay! that. We'll make sure yeah. we do our jobs and where we post this back everywhere where everyone can actually get Jesus talk. If you, how can people follow you on your social? Where, what is your name on social? So on Instagram, I'm Mrs. Underscore Wigs. Um, Rachel Wiggum, R-A-C-H-E-L, Wigham, W-H-I-G-H-H-A-M on um, Facebook. And then um, I'm also on YouTube as well. Okay. So we're going to ask, I'm going to ask that you do something. Because again, I have moms that are listening, entrepreneurs that are listening, people who are trying to get to your level, people who are at your level trying to go higher than where you are yeah leave them with something imparting of just give them some level of advice how do they keep pushing this is good um that's a good question so i believe that the way that you keep pushing and it's just so crazy because i tell my husband all the time like i don't know this mantra and he actually said it back in 2015 and it's just kind of stuck to us but for me it's about being brave being patient and being consistent and that is literally what has kept me alive through through learning and going through to push myself to the next Uh level it's being consistent it's showing up when I don't feel like it it's being consistent when it comes to the things that are indicative to building my business like it's being patient and knowing that the seeds that I'm planting are going to grow as I'm following up with people that the consistency and the follow-up and staying out of my feelings Mm -hmm. while I'm I'm being brave in terms of the things that I know I know that have changed my life I know that will change my life and I know that will change other people's lives allowing that I'm not willing to waver on those things and so I'm just going to continue to be brave in what I know is going to happen because I've already claimed it right and I'm just walking towards it so if you've already claimed where it is that you're going next you have to be brave enough to continue to move your feet consistent enough to continue to move your feet and patient enough to continue to move your feet until it comes to pass I am so happy. Thank you so much. I hope you all got some amazing, like I said, we've been on, we're on YouTube and we're also on podcast. So if you're on podcast, I'm going to tell you right now on this YouTube, these women have been writing and taking notes. Um, They have been, um, where do I get this journal? How is this? So I hope this has really met you in a space that is really going to uplift you and be able to take you to your next level. So until next time, can't wait for the next episode.